is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Matthew chapter 27 verse number 17 Therefore when they had gathered together Pilate said to them Whom do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ. Into omu ina anobu aedon. Ohine Pilate bita omu se. Ana omu wai ena minya no mao. Minya barabas emamu. Ana se yesu na yefeni kristo nuna menfane mamu. Around this time the high priest and the the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the law makers and the law keepers they had gathered at the governor's house at the place called the palace of judgment. And Jesus Christ had been brought in for a sentence to be passed whether or not he deserved to die or not. Some of the disciples had run away. The crowd had come from town. Galilee, Jericho, everywhere Jesus had ministered had come to Jerusalem. And by practice of the law, amnesty must be granted on the day of Passover. One prisoner must be set free. And so Pilate then presented a notorious armed robber called Barabbas. And then he said, all right, so on this occasion, Jesus and Barabbas, who should I release? Kamozikaya. Pilate was shocked at the response. Release Barabbas. As for this man, if Amorabes live amongst us, it is better than this man. Wow. Samre yaka say emrano chile say say eba intomu afya no edua. I will say yaja ni papa kwa di bonye ni bakwa. Yama no fa fahundi na oko ni baby. Enti na kudu Barabbas. Obi oyo konfirianfua. All many pangu tomo. Eni Jesus Christo. Eni pala tibi say say. Ana minja Barabbas emamu. Ana say Jesus no. Na omo say debida. Verse number 18. Verse number 18. For Pilate knew that they had handed him over because of envy. He knew it. Now in the Pilate in himself, I'm Pilate, and your time, and I'm going to have an enemy. Verse number 18, 19. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him saying, have nothing to do with that just man. For I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. Verse number 20. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. So, 
they were not only interested in killing him, they were interested in destroying. So, to destroy somebody goes beyond killing the person. So, destruction is to kill the personality. Kill his vision. Kill anything he stands for. Every good thing that he has done, kill the thing. Wipe his name from history. Let nobody remember him. But I came here to prophesy to somebody. Whatever attempt they will make, Hakapo Seke, they can never destroy you. Clap your hands and say, No one can destroy me. In the name of Jesus, shout a big amen. Nobody. Say amen. Amen. That they should destroy him, not only to kill, kill him, kill his vision, kill what he stands for, kill his mission, kill whatever he has done in this land. Verse number 21. Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? Then they said, 22. Ready, go. Then Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? And they all said, let him be crucified. Verse 23. Then the governor said, why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, let him be crucified. Verse 24. Go. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, but rather the tumult, in other words, the agitation, the uprising, the revolt, was rising, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You see to it. Verse 25. And that's a very serious one. And all the people answered and said, his blood be on us. I have read this thing time and over again. I have never connected it to the nation Israel. And, and you know that Israelites are God's covenanted people. But I've never seen any covenanted people suffer, fight wars, battles, go into exile. Their land is taken. When they come back and they want to take back their land, trouble. I have never seen a nation under covenant struggle and suffer like this nation. And I realize that this is it. Let his blood be upon us and our children. We, we don't care. We will fight battles for the days of our lives. It's okay. Kai. It was just this dawn. I said, ah, I know why these people are struggling like that. Blessed people. Covenanted people. Powerful people. But they never have peace. I'm a radia pam mine, or man, yes, I 
so what should I do with this Christ? You see, everyone in your life, the greatest impact that is made upon you is when you come face to face with something. When you have an encounter with a situation, then the impact is greater and better. For example, if you have never lost a loved one before, you don't know what death is. But people who have come face to face with losing one out of two children, the first intelligent one, my God, they have a story to tell. It's not easy to come one on one with a situation. If you have never been poor before, if you have never come face to face with poverty, when somebody is telling you what poverty is, how he went to bed without food, how he walked to school, how he was always driven for school fees, you will not understand. Last week I said, if you don't understand somebody's story, you don't understand his song. That's what I said last week. If you don't understand somebody's story, you never appreciate their songs. If you have never come face to face with Christ, you can't tell who he is. You don't understand him. You don't know his purpose for your life. You'll just be a church goer. You go and come and go and come and go and come because you don't know who Christ is. You have never had encounter with him. I guarantee you. What shall I do with this Jesus called the Christ? When the Lord started leading me to my subject of voices, I was very sure. I said, what is, what the, strength voices, what is strength voices doing in a, in a Easter Good Friday sermon? I was shocked. God said, go and tell them what decisions you make, what you do out of a situation, the encounter that you have, whether the encounter will be positively impacted upon you or not depends on the voices you hear. And how you yield to those voices. Pilate was hearing voices. The first voice Pilate heard was hearing was the voice of public opinion. The voice of the people. Public opinion. Pilate said, What has this man done? 
And he knew that they were accusing him because of envy. So, Governor Pilate, if you know that the people are accusing him because of envy, why didn't you use your position to set him free? But the voice of the public was strong. Crucify him. Release Barabbas. This man said he will pull down the temple and build it again in three days. This man respects the law of Moses. He doesn't even respect our father Abraham. Whatever we have known and believed, this man has come to overturn all of them. Public voice. Public pressure. Public opinion. Do you know that you would have been a better Christian than who you are and what you are if, if it were not for public perception and opinion and what the people think? Do you know that? Why don't you like coming to Royal House Chapel? Ah, they shout too much. Public voice. Public voice. They shout too much. You yourself, what do you think? Oh, we are crazy. <laughs> to be shouting. Which church do you go to? Uh, Royal House Chapel. Uh, uh, one of these mushroom churches. That's what. That's the way they call us. Mushroom. But we have bought property. Mm. Mushroom. But we are building an auditorium bigger than what they have built in the last 150 years. Mushroom. But we have affected prisons more than they have, have affected prisons. Mushroom. But we celebrate more weddings here than what they celebrate in their churches. Mushroom. They should come and count the cars that are parked outside versus the cars that park whenever they meet. Mushroom. What must I do with this Christ? When would you stop listening to public opinion and believe in yourself what you know at first hand? Why should a member of Royal House Chapel allow an outsider to tell you, eh, you, eh, the church you go cry, what do you get from it? Now, we baby, say, now cry, now Royal House, I will go in, now they're free, 
I hear every day you are going to church. Vice principal, Ghana International School, intellectual like you, two master's degree, uh, 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 master's degree. Every day you are coming to church, you mix up with these people. Public voice. What have you seen since you came? What do you hear? What testimonies have you heard? Why, why, why do you allow people to wash your brains? When you are here, you have heard testimonies. Lives transformed. Life changed. What must I do with this Christ? And you know very well that he's an innocent man. But he couldn't defend him. Because he wanted to please the people. Anytime you want to please people instead of God, you will lose your salvation and you will betray Christ. Can I say that again? In the time you allow public to influence your decision making, you become a betrayal. You betray Jesus. And I'm happy that the students are in this service. Oh, they understand better. You older ones have preached to you while I'm tired. I can't wait for this, my, my teen service people to go to university and start joining us in the adult service. I can't wait to see the children grow from that place and join us here. I think I'll do better business with those people. You people, wait, I'm coming. I have a ministry here called WMG. Good Friday is not a shouting service. Good Friday, you are here for cleansing. You, you have to renew your relationship with Christ. That's, that's, that's my vision this morning. So, so if you don't clap, it's okay. I have a ministry called WMG. WMG, And it's a ministry that is to bring youngsters together, young people together. Young professionals. Those who have just graduated and those who have just married. And students. This ministry has affected Royal House Chapel churches and other churches are learning from us our WMG style of doing church. We use contemporary music to pull them together. Different worship style from what we have been used to all these years. It's vibrant. They, they, they praise with passion. They sweat. We are excited. Do you know what some young people in Royal House Chapel say about WMG? Some young people, in the, you know, I'm going to tell you. Oh, why don't you go to WMG? Oh, WNG, they make too much noise. They shout too much. What should young people do? Young people are created to shout because they have energy. 
Your people are created to jump because they have the energy. If at your age you can't jump and you can't shout, you are being influenced by public opinion. What people are saying is what you are rehearsing. You have no conscience of your own. You don't have a heart of your own. What must you do with this Jesus Christ? You, if we don't take time, if I hand over royal chapel to you, you will betray us and you betray Jesus Christ. If you're a young person here and you are not associated with WMG, something is wrong with you. You are not a normal young person. Because young, normal young people that I know, they like to run. They like to jump. They like to shout. So if this young man doesn't want to jump and shout, I suspect you. I suspect you big time. No, I'm not saying so. I say I suspect. It is only with time that God will show. child loves to do things pertaining to children. Any child who doesn't behave like a child is not a normal child. If you see any young person who doesn't want to mix up with young people and she's a girl I guarantee you she's going out with sugar daddies. And because she's sleeping with sugar daddies, she sees all her colleagues as children. What are these people doing? They shout too much. Oh, please, please, we shout too much. You know how many people have shouted to graduate from university? You know how many people have shouted to get scholarship? You know how many people have shouted to become born again? You know how many people have shouted to. You are shouting too much. Please keep quiet. You are shouting too much. Public opinion is a voice. Don't hear strange voices. They will influence your judgment. And you, you will betray Christ. What are some of the things people, people say to discourage you? They do wonder why I worship here. They, they do wonder why you worship here. Because, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Beautiful aristocrat, intellectual brains, on nanti and nanti efeser. What means a wedding or your bar? No bar when you are there. Now we have a royal house chapel. This is the place for beautiful girls and handsome people. This is a place for intelligent people because the pastor is intelligent. He preaches good word. The businessmen are successful. Clap your hands and shout, I'm in the right place. What do you respond to them? What do you tell them? Hey, 
The worship is too long. When you go to this other church, and the one at the other side, worship and praise. 50 minutes. And then 30 minutes they preach the word. And then they are finished. One hour worship. That is what has made us. It is worship that has made me who I am. It is worship that gives me life. It is praise. The day you take praise and worship from me, that day I am getting closer to my grave. I will worship God and I'll praise Him all the days of mine. Hey, you are the place where prayer is 15 minutes. I can show you go. But I'm waiting for you here. Go! I am waiting for you here on this altar. You must have a personal conviction of who Jesus is. You must have a personal conviction of your faith. You must know whom you have believed and what you have believed. And don't allow public voices to shape your relationship with Christ. What do men say that I am? And what do you also say that I am? Jesus asked his disciples. Some say you are an ordinary prophet. Some say you are an imposter. Somebody says you are, some people say you are a liar. Some people say that you are imposing the sonship of God upon yourself. Some people say that you are a deceiver. Are you, do you know that that's the perception people, some, the public, some people have about Jesus Christ? They, they think him as a fake man. A man who deceives. They think him as an ordinary prophet. They think him as an ordinary religious leader who came here. But what do you also think about Jesus? And what do you know about Jesus? So, your personal conviction is so important. Stop allowing public voices to influence your Christian work with God. Please. 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 The second voice that can influence your understanding of Jesus Christ is the voice of position and possession. Position and possession. Your position, baby, I would know. Only Pacum, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, sir. And I think you would move possession. Your what? Your what? Your what? A hunya. Okay. Nyama, why? I'm on a young home. It's a voice. And also, I am Nibia in wedding. Your position is a voice. Baby, I would be an answer. Your possession is a voice. 
They can do you or undo you. Pilate had opportunity to set Jesus free. He had the opportunity to declare to the people I will not allow you to kill this man because he's a just man. He knew it. But when you read the John's account, the people threaten him. They say, hey, Pilate, if you don't allow us to kill, crucify Jesus, then you are not a friend of Caesar. Caesar is the emperor of Rome and around this time, Pilate represented him as governor. And the representation goes with big mansion, big salary, big money, accolade, finance, glory, everything. They said, if you don't allow us to crucify him, we are going to report you to Caesar. Because we have heard this man abuse Caesar. We have heard this man insult Caesar. Which is one of the reasons why we have brought him here. Let us crucify him. Otherwise, Caesar will hear. That shook him. Because he didn't want to lose his possession. And his position. Sometimes, your position, and your possession, and your money, and your degree... And the family background and who you are makes you so proud that you don't see the realities of life. You start hearing voices telling you you are better off than everybody. You are more intelligent than everybody. Hey, be careful you don't betray Christ. What shall I do with this Jesus called the Christ? Pilate that cannot submit his wealth to Jesus. Any intelligent person who cannot submit his or her intelligence to the service of God. Any beautiful girl, woman, who cannot submit her beauty to worship God. Any energetic young man who cannot get involved in God's work, that person has betrayed Christ. You have crucified him. Usika, wahunya diye, wahuwa diye. Sanyo me nina rade diya tewe, wot me afan sumu kristwa. Na chile se, wey yinama, ewa bebi ya wubiara. Ese se, sanyo mano, enti wun tu me insumu no diya. Ende na chile se, wey yinama. A certain rich man was brought to me a couple of years ago. Usike ni bine bese, vjeka krebi ya idende ba ye papan chayin. He was the richest in Royal House Chapel at the time. He will be hearing strange voices. People will go to him and tell him, today he didn't come to church. Today the sermon was about you. And meanwhile, I'm preaching freestyle. You know, how many of you know that my sermon is freestyle? Freestyle. We, we only wait upon God and then we mount the pulpit and then God gives us the scripture and we start doing expositions. So how on earth that those sinners felt I wasn't talking to them, but I was talking to this sinner. It is only God who knows. 
And this guy will be angry and angry, you know. And any time he was angry, he would not pay his tithe. And the day, the month he didn't pay his tithe, we felt it. Because his tithe was what made, made our coffers heavy. Possession. Position. Influence. This man harassed me. I remember one day, I broke down. And I wept because he had summoned me before certain pastors in the city belonging to other churches. He had gone to report me. And the report was that he had given me notice to vacate our meeting place which he had given to us. And two years down the line, we had not vacated the place. So those men of God should come and give me the last and final warning. That day I broke down. And why I broke down was that I am a leader. I'm a visionary. Why on earth will I live at a place where I am not wanted? The problem was that we were looking for a place and in Accra, it's difficult to get a place huge enough to contain the kind of crowd that we had. Number two, once we move into a place, it must be permanent. So, we were taking our time with prayer. We had inspected several lands. We had gone into several negotiations. Uh, uh, Landlords had taken our money. Uh, uh, Housing agents had taken our money. I mean, we had put in effort. So, for that man to make me feel like an irresponsible leader, I was hurt and I cried. We moved out. And then a strange disease struck him. And the doctor who was administering to him is a doctor in Royal House Chapel. Then he said to the doctor, I'm looking for a certain man of God to come and pray for me. God gave me to him to shepherd me. But people spoke so many things to my ears. I resisted his covering. I fought him. And then the doctor asked him, which man of God is this? He said, Sam Kranchiankra. So the doctor said, don't worry, you'll be well. When you are well, I'll take it to him. He didn't tell him that he's a member of this church. The man died from the sickness. God foresaw that sickness coming. And so God positioned him so that this altar would take care of the sickness. By his position and his wealth and pride was so much that when Jesus stood before him and they asked him, so what would you do with this Jesus called the Christ? He betrayed him. we, we had a, a, a chief usher here in, uh, in those days. Hard-working young man. Hard-working young man. He went and joined the rebellion against me. He died. 
The assistant pastor who was, uh, some assistant pastors who were helping me, three of them, pam, 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 they all died. with oil. Don't toy with anointing. Don't, don't joke with righteousness. When the hand of the Lord is upon a man, you, you don't mess up that person. They die like that. Pum, 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 pum. All of them buried. Can I ask you a question? What would you do with this Jesus called the Christ? He's standing in front of you right now. Here is a third voice that influenced Pilate. It is called the voice of self-importance. Or if you like, the voice of pride self-importance the, the Matthew the Matthew the Mark Luke account didn't add this one but the John account uh, added it and so when you come to John chapter uh, number 19 verse 10 put it quickly John chapter 19 verse 10 then Pilate said to him are you not speaking to me do you know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you Jesus said no way that power, you don't have it. Or self God gives it to you. What you are just saying is the voice of pride and self-importance. It is these people who have made you like that. Otherwise, who are you to stand before me? In any case, here is my word to you. Today, I am standing before you and my life is in your hands. But another day is going to come when I will be sitting where you are sitting. And you are going to stand before me in judgment. That day, I will ask you, what would you want me to do with your life? Today, the question is, you are asking, what do I do with this Jesus called the Christ? The next time, when I appear on my throne, the question is, what will I do with you, sinner? There is a judgment day coming. Today the question is, what would you do with Christ? The next time it will not do, it will not be what would you do with Christ. The next time it will be Jesus Christ will say, what should I do with you? Do you deserve to come into my inheritance or you? I should throw you into hell. Don't forget what I told you. On occasion like this, somebody thinks about death. One, the death of Christ. Two, the death of some loved one. But also, death which is eminent for every one of us. For it is appointed unto man to die once, but after that judgment, that day shall surely come. What account will you give of yourself? So, Pilate, if you had the power to release Jesus, why didn't you release Jesus? Pilate, eh? Oh, to me, I had a guy, yes, I didn't win Yano. I was in the U.S. Uh, on one of my visits 
And I was free on Monday. I finished preaching on Saturday. My journey back to Accra was Tuesday. So on Monday, I checked into the closest golf course um, near my hotel to go and play golf. And in a golf fraternity, when you finish playing and you go to the clubhouse, you are supposed to sit to fellowship with everybody drinking and, and chatting. But I was alone that day. So I didn't know the people there. So I went and sat by a table by myself. And it's against the rules. So this group made up of white and black people. Hey, come join us, join us, man, join us. And when I saw what was in front of them, Bubra, Buko, Buko, Buye. Anyway, Bubra, Buko, and then me too with my Kaka Cola. And then there, they say I should join them. So when I joined them, then they ordered the barman. Hey man, come save our friend. I said, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay with the Coca Cola. Then they said, Why? Are you a Muslim? I said, No. I am a Christian. They said, But we are also Christians. Yes, yeah, yeah, Christopher. My face, <laughs> my face was so long, I was so ashamed and so embarrassed. He said, We do, we are Christians. Then I said to them, Oh, Christianity has levels and depths. They said, So which one are you? I said, I'm very deep. In my faith, in my convictions, because I have had an encounter with Christ, I know Him and the power of His salvation. I I know Him at first hand. I didn't hear Him from somebody's story. I have seen Jesus Christ, and as I sit here right now, I see Him standing here, and I hear Him asking a question. So, son, what will you do with this Jesus? Will you compromise your faith? By drinking some beer. Because number one, no Royal House Chapel member is there. Number two, this is far away in America. Number three, this is God fraternity. What would, would I drink and compromise my faith? What would you do? I saw Jesus standing there. I said, I will not betray Jesus. And I said to them, I am a Christian. But a different type of Christian. So I will not drink. That day, that short sentence. Oh, I made them bizarre. Anytime then they took their bubra, you could see their hands shaking. Because a holy man 
has come to the table. There's an old Pentecostal song. Me wo Jesus otimimo. 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 What would you do? What is Jesus called the Christ? When my mother died, and then the burial was being organized, then was the final, what they call the Bonyo party. At that point of the Bonyo party, the refreshment, my family was divided into two. Because the reception must take place in my house. I said, my house, there will be no alcohol. Then the other members of the family said, but you are not the only person bereaved. We do, we are bereaved some. Number two, it is not only royal house chapel people who will be coming alone, and your friends. We too, our friends will be coming. But as for our friends, they drink alcohol. So, we have to serve alcohol. I said, not in my house. Not under my roof. Anybody who wants to serve alcohol can hide another place and go and do and serve alcohol. So the alcohol people in my family moved and they went and served alcohol. And I maintained the integrity of my Jesus and I defended my faith. And I did not betray Christ and I did not crucify him. Me what Jesus but, but anytime you come face to face with Christ it is not only negative voices you hear you hear positive voices also so Pilate also has some positive voices unfortunately he didn't do anything with those voices but I want to remind you how you can use these voices to protect your salvation and to, and to, and to defend Christ and to defend the cross and you don't go crucify him. Number one, positive voices. He had the voice of common sense, but he didn't use it. The voice of common sense. Chapter 27 verse 18 says, and he knew that the reason why the people accused Jesus was because they were envious. And then number two, he said, what has he done? I've examined the man and he's righteous. Simple reasoning told him that the man standing in front of him was a righteous man. But he didn't use the reasoning. He didn't use the common sense. 
a couple came to me and uh, the man was insistent that he was divorcing the wife and uh, me, I cannot contain a woman who doesn't respect me. And I wouldn't. Uh, 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 man spoke plenty. Then I said, Your wife doesn't respect you, but you two, show me what respect and honor you have given to this woman for which you respect and return. Show me. You verbally abuse her. And simple common sense that is spoken to you. You don't listen. And what, what was the woman's complaint? Apostle General. I'm just telling him that the friends he's working with they are not good friends. They influence him to drink. When he goes out, he doesn't come home early. The children are missing the father's leadership. Show me where this one is disrespect. You are just refusing to hear the voice of common sense. There is a way that cement right unto man, the end thereof is death. You are being led to death and you don't know. You see wise counseling as oppression. It is when the devil has captured your mind and your heart that wise counseling and wisdom becomes offensive. Be careful you don't betray Christ and crucify him. Royal Ladies UK is always after Easter. Because I get too, so tired during Easter here, I tell them that the date and the time is not suitable for me. However, it's suitable for all of them because the week after Easter is vacation in England. And so most of the mothers and the younger parents are at home. So that is the time they can gather for the camp meeting. And so if they shift the date away from this, uh, the week after Easter, uh, that means that most of the young parents and uh, mothers will not be able to attend the camp meeting. Those of you think I like traveling, oh please change your mind. Traveling is difficult. It 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 depresses. Sitting in an aeroplane for hours at one place by the time you finish your back is aching you so if you are insulting me please stop otherwise 
I pray one day that you become apostle general. Then you travel like me and you see the curse of being apostle general. So, I've not been to the UK convention for many, 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 many years. Then, so, Mama Rita said to me, honey, this absenteeism from this conference is not good, though. Because they always see that you are in the America camp meeting. Why you don't go to the UK camp meeting? It's like you are a father that is discriminating amongst your children. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the camp meetings in America and the UK, oh, there's excitement. The expectations are high. Leaving their homes and everybody converging at Milton Keynes in the United Kingdom with their children sleeping in hotels. It's, it's, it's amazing. Beautiful. It's, it's homecoming. Fellowship, three days, morning, afternoon, evening, morning, afternoon, evening, eating together, chatting together. It's powerful. But I'll be missing. So Mama Rita tried to convince her, honey, I get tired. After uh, Easter, I also have uh, uh, area heads retreat. All my area heads and their wives, uh, I meet them at uh, Gomwa for three days. Uh, it's only it's difficult for me. I can't, I can't do, do, do it. So she was quiet. She didn't say anything. Then she went and reported me to her children. Then I was in my bedroom and then my children led by they gave me reason one, two, three, four, five. Why I must go? That day, I was like a small boy. Before my children, whose school fees I have paid, I said they should leave me. I will think about about it. The following day, then I called my secretary, my PA. I said, Tina, uh, put me on the flight with Mama, uh, Mommy. He said, Which flight? I said, I, Which flight do you know? After this one, <laughs> I said, I'm I'm going for the royal ladies. Uh, camp. So quickly, she added me and then booked. But she forgot to tell Mama Rita that I was going. And this one, one week had passed. And Mommy didn't know that I was going. So we're just uh, chatting in bed. Then I said, so uh, now the area heads has been shifted to uh, May 
And so, May, then I say, May is going to be tough for me. Area heads retreat. I have to go to South Africa. From South Africa, I have to come to church. And then I have to go to UK for conference with my sons. Hey, then mommy said, uh, which area heads meeting are you talking about? I said, our area heads. It's not May. He said, why? I said, oh, I'm going to UK camp meeting. You won't believe. My wife fell in the on the ground, started rolling, not knowing she's been praying and binding me. <laughs> Held my peace. I remember that the one a week after that, I lost appetite. I couldn't eat. <laughs> not knowing there was an enemy in my room who was praying against me. And so God had answered her prayer and for which she was so excited about. There comes a time when you just have to listen to sense despite how old you are, despite your position, despite who you are. Just think. Just think. It helps you to defend Christ. If you always are too self-opinionated in your thinking, you are the head, you are the only person, nobody can talk to you, please, there is a way that seemeth right unto man. The end thereof is destruction. You will die. Are we celebrating a good Friday service here? You are too proud. The young couple that whose story I was telling you, the man changed finally, turned around, but it was at the cost. God struck him. Then he came to me. I said, You will not die. Make a covenant with God that when He heals you, you will change your lifestyle. You change your attitude. Usually when you are in temptation, you hear another voice. It is called the voice of righteousness. Mm-hmm. The, the, the voice of righteousness speaks to you, but we, you, we don't listen. The, the voice of righteousness was speaking to Pilate. The man is righteous. You don't condemn a righteous man. You don't condone with evil people against a righteous man. Listen, Pilate. Pilate, listen, listen. Pilate will not listen to the voice of righteousness. 
Oh, how many times has the spirit of the Lord not convicted you of sin? How many times have you not fornicated and after that you lose your mind and your happiness and your peace throughout the month? How many times have you not stolen money and after that you feel uh, confused and miserable? How many times have you said some bad things against God and against the leadership and against church and against men of God and you have not been condemned? How many times? It is called the voice of righteousness. Listen to the inner voice. It's a witness. Listen. Listen. To the person who is here, I am a Saturday in the Catcher Palace. Papa Way, Bonibin in the Hood, Nedanamanoka, went here, Edum Brebu, Yabrabomu, Emra Yako, and Social Bimu, Emra Yamabia, and I said, We be Bonibisino, and Radeka Safayemu, Trinity in the Catacha, Niawaya, as near Jaya Faku, Yanya, the law speaks to everyone, and Radeka Satro Bibiara. The only reason you don't listen is because you are stubborn. Here is the third voice and it's the last one. The voice of a loved one. Sometimes when you are going to trouble, you hear a sweet voice or somebody who loves you and cares for you. I realize that you've changed your sitting position. You used to be at the back. For some time now, you'll be sitting at the front here, and it's a very good one. You're, it means that you are looking for something. You are searching for something. On the other hand, if you used to be sitting at the front, and you have now moved to the back. I want you to know that it's a sign that you are leaving the church. In my pastoring Royal House Chapel for over 25 years, I have noticed that uh, when the people want to leave the church, uh, they move from the front and then they go to the middle. And then the middle, they go to the back. From the back, they start sitting at East Wing. Watch all of them. From the East Wing, they are very close to the gate. Very, very close to the gate. Number two, another sign. Another sign. When they are, are leaving the church, you will notice that uh, they, they, they have no interest in anything that goes on in the church anymore. When, when worship is going on, they are aloof. When praise is going on first, they used to be dancing. Now they don't dance anymore. Uh, they used to be coming to the altar about five times a day. They reduce it to two, and then finally to one, and then finally to zero. They, they don't get moved. When people are laughing, they don't laugh. You must know that it is a sign that they are about to betray Christ. They are a sign. And then if they are in a WhatsApp group, WhatsApp group, you find out like that they delete, they take their name out. It is a, a sign. When you call them on phone, they will see your missed call, but they don't call back. Some time ago, anytime they saw your missed call, they call you back immediately. But now, they won't call back. Uh, when they call back, they are giving you excuses. Oh, I was busy. I was this. Oh, they, they are all signs of betrayal. They are about to betray the friendship. What would you do with this man? 
Jesus Christ, also called Christ. Pile should have listened to his wife. This man is a righteous man. The whole night have not slept. Concerning the things that our God has revealed to me, please. The voice of a loved one, the voice of someone who cares. There is a young lady whose school fees we paid to go to Legon from nothing, from nowhere. After she went to Legon, she got a good job. And she was coming to church, small, 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 small. First, she was very active in Rosa WMG. And then she moved from Rosa WMG to first service. And when you see that sign, you know that that something is wrong with the person. Because a young, vibrant Christian woman, what are you doing in first service? When first service, you don't do any work. Your work is in second service. Second service, she was ushering. Second service, she was serving. She was doing things. Then she joined the service where her services are not needed. Then she started in the middle. Then at the back. And then one of the signs is that they start coming to church late. They will miss intercession. They will miss worship. They will come just when the word of God is about to be preached. Anybody who has been coming to church like that, be careful. You are hearing strange voices. Then, and in Royal House Chapel, our deacons will come and look for you. The group in which you are, they will harass you with phone calls. They harass the girl. Ah, why don't you come to church? We didn't see you. Uh, pastor was asking of you. This one, one day she got angry and said, Why are you people harassing me? Who told you that I have backsliding? So I said, It's okay. Salvation is not by force. We, we are just trying to help you. We are just trying to let you hear the voice of loved people. We love you. We don't want you to perish, which is why we are coming and calling you. So if our calling you is not being a nuisance, then we shall stop calling you. So we stop calling her. In the multitude of counseling, there in life safety. If you don't listen to counsel, what would you listen to? If you don't listen to the voice of encouragement, which voice do you want to listen to? You want to die? You want to perish? Don't you know that the one who is within and going forward does not know what goes on behind him? Somebody has to call your attention. Somebody has to remind you. Somebody has to show you love. Somebody has to caution you. Somebody has to tell you that my, my husband, this man is a righteous man. Be careful the way you are dealing with him. 
send your beer or just our name Nechinti. I will move ourselves between each other. We say we tia tia, and I say we tia koye. I will say we yeno kasa. I will say we tia futu. Essence, we huni ekoso. Obinewu, adofobi, and the beke bibia chelo. My children spoke to me, and I changed my mind. So I said, tell them in UK that I am coming. Because anytime Apostle Jenna is arriving in in any conference, the excitement is very high. I will go. I will cancel some other meetings. I will ask the Lord to give me strength. I listen to counsel. I listen to the voice of loved ones. I don't want to do it. Let me close with Luke chapter 23, verse number 20. Luke chapter 23, verse number 20. Look and say, but it's yet you know me and Sanch. Jimmy, yet you know. Luke chapter 23, verse 20. Pilate, therefore, wishing to release Jesus, again called out to them. Verse 21. But they shouted saying, crucify him, crucify him, 22. Then he said to them the third time, why, what evil has he done? I have found no reason for death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go, 23. But they were insistent, demanding with loud voices that he be crucified and the voices of the people and the public opinion and the influence of the people and by the chief priests prevail. Their voices prevail. Their voices prevail. I prophesy and the voice that wants to prevail for you to lose your Christianity. Clap your hands and say go away. Go away. And the voice that is influencing you to lose your salvation, clap your hands and say, I overcome that voice. And when Pilate saw that the voices of the people were loud, he succumbed to their voices and they prevailed over him, they influenced him. I pray that no voice of the flesh, no voice of men, no voice, public opinion will ever influence you. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. I refuse every negative voice. And a voice, clap your hands and say, and a voice influencing my children. At school to do evil things as I clap my hands, I overcome negative voices, compelling voices, prevailing voices, negative voices. I overcome them by the sprinkling of the blood, 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 and you be a sort of me, Master Mutimia Bribino, Sandino, Mediasumoja, and to just standing in a room. Kaya Bosakaria, and the voice that is pushing you into death, we resist that voice. You will not die, but you will live. 
Ah, deliverance is taking place. You, if you think I am joking here, and the voice that is leading you to destruction, clap your hands and shout, "I prevail!" Clap your hands and say, "I overcome!" Clap your hands and say, "I overcome!" I overcome! 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 And the people are surrounded here. And the people are so. And the spirit of pride. The feeling of self-importance that makes you so arrogant not to listen to wisdom and counsel and reasoning and common sense. Clap your hands and say, In the name of Jesus, I bring down the spirit of pride, spirit of arrogance. In the name of Jesus, as I clap my hands and I lay my hands upon my children. Who are here with me? I tap the anointing. The anointing of the blood. This good Friday morning. I refuse to betray Jesus. I refuse to crucify Jesus. I will defend Jesus. I will protect Jesus. As I clap, I cancel every orchestration of the devil. Satanic manipulation. Manipulation by strange voices. As I clap, I dispel them. I sprinkle the blood on my ears. The blood on my eyes. The blood on my nose. The blood on my mouth. The blood over my body and my children. As I clap and I pray, open your mouth. Pray. Pray. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Put your hands together. You are praying this morning. You are declaring in the name of Jesus. Every strange voice that is speaking against you. That wants to lead you into destruction. You are Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lead you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.